0: hi i'm anusha your friend and host for daily bible podcast in our previous episode we were reading luke chapter 2 we saw that god sent jesus as the messiah of the world and he was born we also saw that he grew in stature and wisdom in spirit and body and he was in favor of man and god So as he grew, Jesus understands his purpose in life. He knew that he was here to save the people and to tell them the message of the good news that he has come to save them. Over here, we will read Luke chapter 3 and chapter 4. We see the baptism of Jesus. We see the lineage and and the ancestral lineage of Jesus. We will also look into the way Jesus was tested, and how he starts his ministry in Galilee, in Jerusalem. Let's go. Luke chapter 3, a baptism of life change. In the 15th year of the rule of Caesar Tiberius, it was while Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod, ruler of Galilee, his brother Philip, Ruler of Ituria and Terracinus, Lacinius, and ruler of Abelian. During the chief priesthood of Annas and Sapphires, John, Zechariah's son, out in the desert at that time, received a message from God. He went all through the country around the Jordan River, preaching a baptism of life change leading to forgiveness of sins. As prescribed in the words of Isaiah the prophet Thunder in the desert, prepare God's arrival, make the road smooth and straight. Every ditch will be filled in, every bump smoothened out, the detour straightened out, all the ruts paved over. Everyone will be there to see the parade of God's salvation. When the crowds of people came out for baptism because it was a popular thing to do, John exploded. Brood of snakes, what do you think you're doing slithering down here to the river? Do you think a little water on your snake skins is going to deflect God's judgment? It's your life that must change, not your skin. And don't think you can pull rank by claiming Abraham as father. Being called a child of Abraham is neither here nor there. A child of Abraham are a dime a dozen. God can make children from stones if he wants. What counts is your life. Is it green and flourishing? Because if it's dead wood, it goes on the fire. The crowd asked him, Then what are we supposed to do? If you have two coats, give one away. He said, do the same with your food. Taxmen also come to be baptized and said, teacher, what should we do? He told them, no more extortion, collect only what is required by law. Soldiers asked him, what should we do? He told them, no harassment, no blackmail and be content with your rations. The interest of the people by now was building. They were all beginning to wonder, could this John be the Messiah? But John intervened. I am baptizing you here in the river. The main character in this drama, to whom I am a mere stagehand, will ignite the kingdom fire. A fire, the Holy Spirit, within you. Changing you from the inside out. He is going to clean house. Make a clean sweep of your lives he'll place everything true in its proper place before God. Everything false, he'll put out with the trash to be burned. There was a lot more to this. Words that gave strength to the people, words that put heart in them. The message, but Herod the ruler, stung by John's rebuke in the matter of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, clapped his long string of evil deeds with This outrage, he put John in jail. After all the people were baptized, Jesus was baptized. As he was praying, the sky opened up and the Holy Spirit, like a dove descending, came down on him. And along with the Spirit was a voice. You are my son, chosen and marked by my love, pride of my life. Son of Adam, Son of God. When Jesus entered public life he was about 30 years old The son in proper perception of Joseph who was son of Heli son of Mahath son of Levi son of Melchi son of Janai son of Joseph son of Matthias son of Amos son of Nahum son of Elsi son of Negai son of Matt Son of Matthias, son of Selamin, son of Jessic, son of Judah, son of Joan, son of Rehazah, son of Zerubbel, son of Sheathiel, son of Neri, son of Mekai, son of Abi, son of Kosam, son of Elmadam, son of Er, son of Joshua, son of Eliza, son of Joram, son of Martha, son of Levi, son of Simon, son of Judah, son of Joseph, son of Jonah, son of Elikam, son of Melchah, son of Mina, son of Methad, son of Nathan, son of David, son of Jesse, son of Obed, son of Boaz, son of Solomon, son of Nashon, son of Abinadab, son of Admin, son of Arni, son of Hezron, son of Perez, son of Judah, son of Jacob, son of Isaac, Son of Abraham, son of Terah, son of Nahor, son of Sherug, son of Reu, son of Peleg, son of Eber, son of Shelah, son of Canaan, son of Arphazad, son of Shem, son of Noah, son of Nabak, son of Methuselah, son of Enoch, son of Gerard, son of Mahalil, son of Canaan, son of Enos, son of Seth, son of Adam, son of God. Luke chapter 4 Now Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wild. For forty wilderness days and nights, he was tested by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and when the time was up, he was hungry. The devil, playing on his hunger, gave him the first test. Since you are God's son, command these stones to turn into a loaf of bread. Jesus answered by quoting Deuteronomy, It takes more than bread to really live. For the second test, he led him up and spread out all the kingdom of the earth on display at once. Then the devil said, They are yours in all their splendor to serve your pleasure. I am in charge of them all and can turn them over to whomever I wish. Worship me and they are yours, the whole works. Jesus refused, again backing his refusal with Deuteronomy. Worship the Lord your God and only the Lord your God. Serve him with absolute single-heartedness. For the third test, the devil took him to Jerusalem and put him on top of the temple. He said, if you're God's son, jump. It's written, isn't it, that he will place you in the care of angels to protect you. They will catch you, you won't as such as stub your foot on a stone. Yes, said Jesus, and it is also written, Don't you dare tempt the Lord your God. That completed the testing. Devil retreated temporarily, lying in wait for another opportunity. To set the burden free. Jesus turned to Galilee, powerful in the spirit. News that he was back spread through the countryside. He taught in their meeting places to everyone's acclaim and pleasure. He came to Nazareth where he had been raised. As always he did on the Sabbath, he went to the meeting place. When he stood up to read, he was handed the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. Unrolling the scroll, he found the place where it was written, God's spirit is upon me. He has chosen me to preach the message of good news to the poor. Sent me to announce pardon to prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind. To set the captives and pardoned free. To announce this is God's time to shine. He rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the assistant and sat down. Every eye in the place was on him, intent. Then he started in. You've just heard scripture make history. It came true just now in this place. All who were there watching and listening were surprised at how well he spoke. But they also said, Isn't this Joseph's son, the one we've known since he was just a kid? He answered, I suppose you're going to quote the proverb, Doctor, go heal yourself. Do here in your hometown what we heard you do in Capernaum." Well, let me tell you something. No prophet is ever welcomed in his hometown. Isn't it a fact that there were many widows in Israel at that time of Elijah? During that three and a half years of drought when famine devastated the land. But the only widow with whom Elijah was sent was in Serpta in Sidon. And there were many lepers in Israel at that time of the prophet Elisha. But only one cleansed was Naaman the Syrian, that sent everyone in the meeting place, seething with anger. They threw him out, banishing him from the village, then took him to a mountain cliff at the edge of the village to throw him to his doom. But he gave them the slip and was on his way. He went down to Capernaum, a village in Galilee. He was teaching the people on the Sabbath. They were surprised and impressed. His teaching was so forthright, so confident, so authoritative, not the quibbling and quoting they were used to. In the meeting place that day was a man demonically disturbed. He screamed, Stop! What business do you have here with us? Jesus! Nazarene! I know what you're up to. You're the Holy One of God and you've come to destroy us. Jesus shut him up. Quiet! Get out of him. The demonic spirit threw the man down in front of them all and left. The demon didn't hurt him. That knocked the wind out of everyone and got them whispering and wondering. What's going on here? Someone whose words make things happen. Someone who orders demonic spirits and to get out and they go. Jesus was the talk of the town. He healed them all. He left the meeting place and went to Simon's house. Simon's mother-in-law was running a high fever and they asked him to do something for her. He stood over her and told the fever to leave and it left. Before they knew it, she was up getting dinner for them. When the sun went down, everyone who had anyone sick with some ailment or the other brought them to him. One by one, he placed his hands on them and healed them. Demons left in droves, screaming, Son of God, you're the son of God. But he shut them up, refusing to let them speak, because they knew too much. They knew him to be the Messiah. He left the next day for the open country. But the crowds went looking, and when they found him, clung to him so he couldn't go on. He told them, don't you realize that there are yet other villages where I have to tell the message of God's kingdom? That this is work God sent me to do. Meanwhile, he continued preaching in the meeting places of Galilee. Thank you for joining me with yet another episode. Today we read through Luke chapter 3 and chapter 4 of the message version. Today's chapters clearly show us what it takes to grow spiritually. First, you believe in Jesus and you confess that he is your Lord and Savior. Secondly, you take water baptism. So by that, you are respecting the word of God and following his commands. You're following what Jesus did. After that, you pray and receive the blessing of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes upon you and you are strengthened. We also read that Jesus did not start his ministry until he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And he then went on to heal the sick and exploit and send demons backing. Well, as a believer in Christ, you can accept and receive the Holy Spirit. And once you do, you can also command sickness to leave and demons to go back This is what we have in Christ. He gives us these abilities because he said that we will do things greater than he did. And that is what we are supposed to and we are called to. So keep believing and you will receive Jesus. And you will receive salvation and you will receive the Holy Spirit. So ask God about it if you are interested and trust me, you will receive. Thank you and stay tuned for our next episode.